Welcome to Irvine, California, where it's easy to play like pros. At the heart of Irvine's competitive culture is Great Park, the region's premier 194-acre multi-sport complex, equipped for youth teams to Olympians and everything in between. Plus, Great Park's expansion is underway. With near-perfect weather and a thriving sports scene, Irvine is the place to play. Visit DestinationIrvine.com for more information. Four days and counting to Super Bowl 55 in Florida, and that's the lead story for this morning's Buzzcast. It is Thursday, February 4th. Good morning. I'm Abe Madcor. Hope everybody was able to check out the inaugural episode of our SBJ Spotlight video series that debuted yesterday. It's on our website. Check it out. We talk Super Bowl. We talk NASCAR preview, and we have our Insiders Roundtable. Love to hear what you think about our initial episode of SBJ Spotlight. Let's get to the Super Bowl because Roger Goodell meets the media today in his annual State of the League press conference. That'll be followed by NFLPA Executive Director D. Smith meeting the media. So there'll be a lot of news coming out of Tampa today. Meanwhile, the forecast for Sunday remains the same, partly sunny with a chance of rain later in the afternoon. CBS Sports executives met the media yesterday and they see Sunday's Super Bowl as a chance to help unify the country and are working on a production that can hit such levels. And that's more difficult because CBS Sports has 15% fewer staffers on the ground in Tampa than normal. But their goal, create a broadcast that really brings the country together. CBS Sports Chair Sean McMahon has said that the country could really use the Super Bowl right now and that CBS is looking for a unifying and uplifting Event. CBS will start its coverage at 11.30 a.m. Eastern Time on Sunday morning. Meanwhile, McManus noted that bars and restaurants are unable to host the same kind of Super Bowl parties they did in the past. He still expects the ratings to be good. He knows that the game's out-of-home viewing number will be lower than normal, but he said they couldn't have asked for a better matchup. He thinks they'll draw a lot of casual viewers, and he does know that the Super Bowl will be the most watched program of 2021 by a, quote, enormous amount, end quote. I certainly agree with McManus that the Super Bowl will be easily the most watched program of the year. Our John Aran is estimating that CBS will get about 95.1 million viewers, which would be a drop from Fox in 2021. Austin Karp estimates that CBS will see an audience closer to 98 million viewers on TV alone. Both are estimating very strong streaming numbers. Our Austin Carr believes they could draw more than 4 million viewers streaming the game. Give us your ratings prediction. I'd love, love, love to hear it. Meanwhile, keep your eye on the tone of the ads around Super Bowl. We know that marketers have been worried, what is the proper tone to offer during a pandemic? Do they take a somber approach? And that could turn off some viewers. Or do they try to be funny? Some fear that would make them seem tone deaf to the current environment. So keep your eye on the tone of the Super Bowl ads on CBS on Sunday. Let's shift to women's hockey because I know many people were disappointed by this news. The National Women's Hockey League had to suspend its bubble season that had been taking place in Lake Placid. The six-team league was attempting to pull off a two-week season in one location, but COVID took over and leaders made the decision yesterday to end play with just three games left 
on the schedule. There were new positive tests and concerns over the safety of the players and the staff. That led to the suspension. It's certainly disappointing to the players and the officials because the semifinals and finals had been set to air Thursday and Friday exclusively on NBC Sports Network and internationally on Twitch. This would have given some widespread, really unique exposure for women's hockey. I know everybody related to the NWHL is disappointed by this news. A story that broke overnight on ESPN is that USA Basketball is in the planning stages of creating a pre-Olympic bubble in Las Vegas for a couple of international teams to train and play exhibition games against one another before going to Tokyo for the summer games. The report had Team USA, Australia, and Spain potentially playing in this Las Vegas bubble before going over to the Olympics in July. So that could be something we want to keep an eye on. Let's shift over to NASCAR because major news among one of its teams, Richard Childress Racing, has landed Bet MGM as a new sponsor. And that is the first time a NASCAR team has landed a sponsorship deal with one of the major U.S. sports books. So Richard Childress Racing out first. Now NASCAR, which also counts BetMGM as an official partner, started allowing teams to land sports wagering sponsors in 2019. But Richard Childress Racing, the first one out, has a one-year deal to start. It could grow into a larger deal. The key to getting a deal done was BetMGM extending its presence to what is now 10 states, including multiple locations where NASCAR runs races. And meanwhile, Richard Childress Racing really sold BetMGM that NASCAR fans are broader sports fans and will bet on other games, other action in their sports book. So let's keep an eye to see if other NASCAR teams follow Richard Childress Racing in landing a sports book as a major sponsor. A couple of quick hitters to end this morning's buzzcast. Arizona State Athletic Director Ray Anderson has reportedly agreed to a contract extension that would keep him at the school through February of 2026. Anderson's a very well-regarded athletic director, a lot going on at ASU. His name had been bandied about as a potential Pac-12 commissioner candidate, but it looks like here that Ray Anderson's going to stay at ASU. And finally, we talk about a lot of private equity money still interested in sports. Well, Silver Lake is an entity we've talked a lot about on the Buzzcast. Of course, they are investors in City Football Group, Endeavor, Oakview Group, among other sports organizations. Well, now Silver Lake has its eyes on rugby. Yes, a report from New Zealand has that New Zealand rugby has received a $335 million offer from Silver Lake to get 15% share of commercial rights in New Zealand rugby. They would then set up a subsidiary company, which would be responsible for maximizing all commercial rights related to New Zealand rugby. That includes broadcast, sponsorship, merchandising, and other revenue streams. But again, this shows Silver Lake being very bullish on global sports, seeing real growth opportunity in rugby by trying to get 15% stake in the commercial rights of New Zealand rugby. So we'll keep our eye on that story as it develops. And finally, again, we launched SBJ Spotlight yesterday. Love to get any feedback on what you think of our new video news series. You can watch it in full on our website. We also have different excerpts between our look at Super Bowl Sunday in Tampa our look at the NASCAR season starting in Daytona in just a couple of weeks, and our Insiders Roundtable. So that is your morning buzzcast. It is Thursday. It's February 4th. I'm Abe Madcore. Hope everybody has a great day. Stay healthy, be good to each other, and I will speak to you tomorrow. Tomorrow.
Welcome to Irvine, California, where it's easy to play like pros. At the heart of Irvine's competitive culture is Great Park, the region's premier 194-acre multi-sport complex, equipped for youth teams to Olympians and everything in between. Plus, Great Park's expansion is underway. With near-perfect weather and a thriving sports scene, Irvine is the place to play. Visit DestinationIrvine.com for more information.